Alright everybody, welcome into the first episode of a little thing we're going to call Hacked History here. My name is Lucas Jagosinski, I'm sitting right across from my friend Jake, what's your name? Jake? <laughs> what was that? It's a perfect segue. That's nice. Perfect. The, we're, this is the first time uh, we're doing it, we're only going to get better from here. Alright. Hopefully. Hey. Um, but, Jake, what's uh, what's the name of our episode today? Uh, this is a doozy, this one. Oh, let, me get, let me get here in my sitting chair now. Alright. This episode is called Christopher Columbus is a Dick. If there is an edgier title for the first podcast pod, podcast episode, I don't know what is. We we're going to leave that we in. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to take none of this out in post-production because why would we? Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, so basically the, uh, the sort of thesis, if you want to use some academic terms of this podcast, is we're going to go over a given historical figure every week and we're going to talk about some misconceptions. Uh, and kind of explain why, why some of those things are false. And, uh, yeah, kind of go over that. We're going to go over some quotes. Uh, we're not going to lecture at you. We're going to have a very, uh, sure, if you listen to this introduction, you can kind of get the feeling that this is going to probably derail pretty fast. But, it's pretty organic, but it should be okay. But uh, yeah, hopefully there's enough structure here to uh, suit you. So, uh, with that further ado, we're going to jump in. Uh, so, again, as we talked about briefly there, uh, our first episode here is going to be about Christopher Columbus. Now, um, as most of you remember, uh, there's a little rhyme about 1492, and that's pretty much the extent of most people's uh, knowledge of Christopher Columbus. Would you say, Jake? Yeah, pretty much. And the whole discovering America bit, which, believe it or not, is totally wrong. Yeah. So, and the resident historian of the group. <laughs> Excuse me? I have a degree in history education and so do you. The resident historian. <laughs> do you what send case? a lot of mass emails or no? Do you send a lot of mass emails? I don't. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, burn uh, introduction for those of you who have been living under some kind of rock at some point in time. Uh, Christopher Columbus is a Italian explorer, colonizer. He's born on, uh, allegedly, the 31st of October, 1451. They kept great calendars back then. I know, yeah. That's, that's my understanding. Yeah. I mean, give or take, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's the, it was, in between the Black Death day. and when we discovered the other part Let's of the world. Friday. Friday seems like a good Friday, day. Friday's a good day. We really don't know. What is a Friday? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he dies on the 20th of May, 1506. Um, he basically is known for completing four voyages across the Atlantic Ocean, opening what is known as the New World for conquest in European... Oh, New World. Uh, yeah, thank you, Disney, over there. <laughs> we're gonna get sued. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not sponsored by Disney. We're sponsored by Just start throwing the red flag immediately. No, 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 no. Disney, literally there's a SWAT team dressed in Mickey Mouse attire, just kicks your door in and goes, we're gonna hand you a cease and desist letter. So I heard they were interested in slices world <laughs> yeah so that was the plan pretty much that what was his general aim for his first conquest that most people are familiar with was that they were looking for a route to asia because of spices number one and because they were looking specifically for a, india right yeah india specifically and at that point in time they probably were looking for a pretty quick route to sell with china because they could get silk there which was mint it was dope yeah, so you, is the is the Lamborghini of yeah, it is, it is literally like it's like the thing that okay that time period. I was gonna say it's the thing that douchebags in like the Miami area were like used to in like the 14, 1500s so you know, in ancient you know, China. You know Brad who drives that Lamborghini around. Well, just imagine back then Brad would just be 
decked out in silk. No, and that Lamborghini would be silked on the inside, and that would basically... All silk interior. Oh, no. That coming sounds like a year. mess. <laughs> coming next year. Lamborghini's going to show up in their Watch. showroom and, with a new one. And they're not going to pay us any money for that idea. There's no, they weren't. No. Not sponsored by Lamborghini either. No. I feel like I'm going to have to say that a lot. Probably, because I'm going to say stupid stuff. So. That's, that's fine. This whole thing is, is just great. Anyway, so like I said, uh, Columbus is... I say erroneously because I like big words, but basically he mistakenly is considered the first discoverer of America. Psych. This goes to a little guy called Leif Erikson, Hanga Dinga Durgan. Oh, for those, yeah, you know what's up. You Leif Erikson. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And basically they landed in what would be Newfoundland. Actually, it's called Newfoundland. So yeah, a little bit of knowledge for you there. Uh, he makes landfall, actually, in a place in the Caribbean, what is called Hispaniola, or it becomes that, uh, under the patronage of the Spanish crown in 1492. Um, contrary to what... So, oh, I don't mean to cut you off yeah, there, ahead. but uh, wasn't... So, there's an interesting tidbit here. Wasn't uh, wasn't Columbus Italian? He was, yeah. So, why did he end up sp- sailing for the Spanish, for those who don't know? Oh, that's a good question. So, basically what happened was, back in the day... I'd say Columbus was not skilled in many things. So, what... No, hold up now. Hold up now. Whoa there, young blood. Just give me a second. So, effectively, what he wanted was to end up being rich by the time he died. So, what he was deciding on doing was... he was the OG Kardashian. Basically, yeah. So, what his plan was, was just to say... If I can get the Spanish crown to fund my expedition to this new world... Ferdinand and Isabella, right? Yeah, Ferdinand and Isabella. Perfect. Habsburgs, I think. Oh, so they, they probably look pretty weird then. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a family that went down the wrong path. I'm pretty sure that family tree they, is just they went one the, the problem stick. is they went down the same path. Exactly. <laughs> that's a nice one. Anybody who knows AP European history, shout out to my boy. <laughs> shout out to my boy... Um. I can't remember his name now. What was Sabarik? Paul Sabarik tells it. Showed us a picture of the inbred Habsburg boy. Uh, my reaction was great. That picture came up and went, holy crap, that's so, a messed up guy. So he starts sailing for them, and at that point, that's when he uh, is going to go on the expedition where he's going to claim to find. Well, originally, like we said, he's claiming to find India and China, right? And the plan was that if he did find it. He would come back with all this stuff that would prove to Ferdinand and Isabella that, hey, I made it, came back alive. You know, back then, of course, we're talking about people making a huge voyage. There's no guarantee of success. You could all die. So explorers were essentially the cowboys and western settlers. Pretty much. Yeah, they're like the pioneers, the OG pioneers. Yes. Yeah. And so he would come back and ideally they would, sorry, reward him with money, land, you know, status, stuff that he wouldn't have to worry about being rich. So he could or go back to, to his parents and tell them, Mom, Dad, I was not a failure. Yeah, I know, right? Even, Even though th- during that time, his parents were probably dead. If oh, probably. And I think the, I'm pretty sure that the max life expectancy was somewhere in the mid-30s. Mid-30s, early 40s. <laughs> Give or take. That's not even like a joke. That's just a that's a so cold middle hard, age nowadays. That's a cold hard fact, yeah. It's not a Coors Light cold hard fact, is it? Hey, hey not well. sponsored by Coors Light either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I so, can see yeah. some podcast trends already. I love it. Oh, I love it. All right. So, uh, what we do know about Columbus is, and this is, all right, kids, so we've had a laugh here today, but here's where we're going to get a little serious. <laughs> talking are you, about are something. we going into misconceptions now? Or not, not quite, actually. Oh, can we? 
Oh, uh, yeah, uh, we can go to misconceptions, no, I actually. Just, I, just, I just had a question for you. Um, so, do you want to talk about the origins of the word Indian at all? Specifically as to why that was a thing? I actually... That's a good question, yeah. So, um, for those of you who will probably hear this, give or take, a hundred thousand times, because we love to bring this up, uh, I'm part... What we call Native American, but, you know, being PC and how the internet is, most people tend to, you know, shake their finger at anybody who calls somebody who's Native an Indian. Uh, they called Indians Indians because when he landed, Columbus was so... I'm going to say a bad word here. Batshit sideways. On his direction. This is not a lie. He thought he had met people from India. Yeah. Which at that was Indus Valley, so they basically drove this idea that the natives of what would be North America, the Caribbean, and Central America, well, Indians, right? That that's really where it starts, and it's kind of just been ingrained in the public. So it's like it's it's kind of like saying not to draw comparisons, but I think it's somewhat similar to like when people would negate African Americans as just black. Right, there. Mm-hmm. People use African Americans yep. as as a point. I'm African, but I'm also born in America. Versus people just using like the skin color, right? Yep. Or mestizos in Spanish culture, like in Mexico in the Central American area. Okay. Yeah. So stuff like that, where it's just kind of been we coined yep. it, and now it's there. And give or take a few hundred years of not changing things and ignoring the fact that, yeah, that was wrong. It's kind of hard to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, so, before I was sidetracked you, um, <laughs> where were you going? With, with... Well, I was going to say, we could go right into the, the um, misconception, because I kind of give probably... one away. Okay, sure. Well, like, right, right we, off the bat I'm with sure this last I'm sure we will uh, naturally uh, cover probably a lot more parts of the history as we go through the misconceptions. Yeah. So, you're going to find out, folks, this is uh, basically a very running process. We're going to try to figure out the best ways to... So organize this, so uh, please bear with us. If you have suggestions and you end up having to comment on some of our posts or whatever once we get, get that set up, which we will get that set up, Yeah. Uh, and that that's going to be available by the time we release this podcast, definitely feel free to give us a shout-out uh, <laughs> with some hopefully very nicely worded <laughs> suggestions as to <laughs> that's how That's right. We, we will PC principle this situation. Your comment section will be patrolled. We're not that's sponsored sure. by South Park or comment No, section. we're not. No, sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Misconception number one, Jake, what do we got? All right, so this is the big one here. Uh, Columbus acts with goodwill towards the natives that live so on the land he lands. So basically, in. he landed and uh, just great relationship right off the bat, right? Like yeah, they, like they he both, came in there like friends. They and... both spake, spoke the same language. There was you know there was no disease, there was no uh-uh. hostility, there was no weapons. No, it was they no. they shook hands and they yeah. they traded goods like men, right? And then they willingly gave all of their lives and land to him for yeah, but yeah, no, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> So basically here... I'm sorry to give the uh, second grade discussion. <laughs> I love that, I love that though. It's like, just, all right, kids, let's sit down and you're just like the, the general like social studies. Columbus came right over the, right over the water. Oh, yeah, just he, like two, three miles out there. He, he landed there and uh, he and the natives just, uh, they just, everything was peaceful. There oh, was... Oh, it was real hunky-dory, you know. There. 
Uh, they're uh, within no time. They're setting up uh, two, three quick trips out there, and uh, you know everything's just fantastic. Quick trips, wow. Yeah, I know. Quick <laughs> trip really just is been a fixture in history, hasn't it? It is for well, for for our for us in Wisconsin, yes, it has. Again, we are okay. Another one. We are not sponsored by Quick Trip. We're and for those of you, who, <laughs> and for those of you who work in, uh, for those of you who work and live in other parts of the country that are not Wisconsin, uh, just a quick distinction here. We are talking about the K W I K Quick Trip. Not the Q U I K quick. Yeah, no, that's wrong. That You're one wrong. Is Satan. That is that <laughs> literally wait, Satan. Wait, we're church going state. We support the one true quick trip. <laughs> the Lord the Lord of gas stations. And and uh yeah. The and, Lord uh, is ignited like it's Sir, Sir Quick Trip. <laughs> Sir Quick Trip. <laughs> I love that. It's like Paul McCartney of Quick Trips. Sir Quick Trips. Gas okay. stations. We've gotten derailed again. But, uh, okay. Jake, so, uh, relations with the natives, how do they really go? Okay, well, depending on who you talk to, basically what we're looking at is a lot of people would say Columbus was like, oh, no, he came down and it was it was real nice because he didn't want to hurt anybody. And, and But honestly, from what people started learning about at just around the turn of this century or in the 2000s now was that columbus used a lot of aggressive tactics to get what he wanted because this was mostly a trip for his personal gain so the whole way there there were stories where he was like kind of like the captain ahab if anybody's ever read moby dick herman melville which we're not sponsored by herman melville but he's been dead for almost 100 years so i don't think I sure stuff is that. public domain at this point yeah pretty much <laughs> Where he basically was, like, just ragging the crew the whole time because he was like, if I don't find something that's going to make me rich, you're all going to have to, you know, face my ire for being stupid or whatever, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but... Yeah, he went that whole trip just ragging the crew. So essentially what you're saying is Columbus is the man who has... He's the son who has a rich father... Who, he's the who essentially he's the fuck up son who has a oh I just said that well whatever well, he, we're all adults he's, it's fine. he's the son who has the rich dad who basically gives him a company for Christmas and says if you don't turn this it's on you and then oh. the son just rides his workers really hard the whole way oh, like, yeah. if you don't make this work for me it's over for me oh I was gonna say he was like the Chad of every 80s sports movie that was like Chad, the, Chad is on the ski hill and Chad's dad wants to bulldoze the youth center oh no <laughs> but yeah that'll work too. Chad's dad wants to bulldoze the youth center. Chad's dad owns this hill. Oh, no. Why are there so many Chads with a lot of money? Chad I don't know. Brad. The FBI... And Chad the, Brad. I feel like the FBI and the IRS would check into that. Um, So, yeah, he basically, Bradley like... Bradley Chadford. Sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We're done here. Uh, no, so he basically, like, starts off pissing them off. Because the whole crew was, like, agitated with the fact that they were Spanish and he was Italian. So there was a nationalities thing going on. Do they... Do we know much about how the communication functioned there? Do we know if that was an issue for them? It was a bit of an issue, but they had a lot... Well, because of the proximity between the yep. two countries, mm-hmm. there was a natural sort I of... I know they have similar roots. Blending, but... yeah. There was... Yeah, so there wasn't as big of it, like, language barrier as it would be if they, like, came from England versus Italy. You know, that... Sure. I, hell, I have no idea how that would work. So I'm guessing those are both what's called Germanic languages, where they both have roots yeah. uh, in the certain same uh, language family. Right, yeah. It's sort of like German and... French. French and Spanish and, Spanish and, and Italian yeah, in certain areas. Yeah, they have, like, uh, the same sort of, yeah. like, bones. 
Yeah, like, basically. Like, it's the same, same structure. Yeah, right. Yeah. The same base structure. Yeah, in this the most fun. <laughs> Talk about language. So, essentially, um, <laughs> even though we got sidetracked on language structure, uh, so essentially, basically, the there's a massive rift between Columbus and his crew, is what you're saying. Yeah, so that starts off, and right, he was kind of like, I, I hate to say... No, I don't hate to say it. He had no formal knowledge of sailing. So, like, where Amerigo Vespucci or any of the Portuguese guys. Vespucci! Yeah, I know. Yeah, our boy. Shut up. That, um, the guy where America's kind of named from, but not really, um, is that most of the Portuguese people who started that process of, like, sea exploration. Henry the Navigator. Was yeah, Henry the Navigator. Navigator. He knew how to fucking navigate. I hope so. Yeah, because they're, otherwise, that's a misleading title. But. I don't think, I don't. I'll tell you what, I don't think Henry would have sailed out and, and just ended up in a completely different continent. <laughs> I feel like he would have known something about maps, give or take. But yeah, I know, but he, so he ends up like, like we said already off the bat, he starts just pissing the crew off with this like really agitating attitude towards them. He's ragging them. He's... I didn't know it was possible to dislike this man more, but again, Oh, that, it's I'm getting, getting there. That. You wait, you just wait. It's going to get real, real wild. And so they basically were at the point where, if I'm not correct, and this happens in a lot of big voyages, but I think it happened in this one. So I'm par- I may be paraphrasing here, but I think there was almost a mutiny on the boat he was on because that that whole trip went almost like nowhere for a, a hot like five, six, seven months or however long it would have taken them to get there, and so. They were like, we're just about ready to throw this ass hole like off the side of the boat. And when they finally got there, he came in, started off nice, but because he realized that he's gonna have to bring something back, he was like, oh well, let's just start doing what we want to do. So he did a lot of looting, kidnapping. That was a big one. Murder and torture were real big ones because they completely decimated the population on that island. Uh, meaning that he would be able to take home material wealth, human cargo to slaves. people. Yeah, basically take slaves. Yeah. And so... So he enslaved a, pretty much an entire race of people. Well, we'll give or take, yeah. That's he did. Anybody he could find. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Oh, you're this color? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you're brown? All right. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? No, okay. I should mention that we don't mean to... Uh, yeah. We don't mean to uh, decontextualize and... and, and yeah, we're, poke we're, fun at slavery. Yeah, not, no. This is uh, just sort of a conversation about the situation, so I want to put the disclaimer yeah. out there. Don't, yeah. don't at us, please. Please don't at us. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's okay. He's got a friend of color. <laughs> no, that's fine. Anyway. I should mention that I'm completely white. Yeah, you are. I'm whiter than snow. <laughs> and it shows. No. <laughs> so, yeah. No, Thanks, he, Jake. He, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. No, he, he uses slavery as a big thing. And pretty much throughout that area afterwards, through his, like, Caribbean... And then into Central America, South America, somewhat, you have that same running thing, right? A lot of basic slavery because they would use slaves to mine, to get gold, to get silver, to get you know minerals of various things. They would have a lot of situations where they would clash with the natives because of the slavery aspect, because of the aggressive tactics, right? 
And then sort of as a side, right, what happens with, you know, white people going over to a place with specific diseases? They spread the diseases. Yeah, exactly. See, that was a teacher moment right there. And you passed. Congratulations. Yeah, I was not ready. <laughs> uh, I, felt, I, felt, I felt like I was back in uh, like, like my like history class middle in high school. school. Slash middle school. Oh, God. And I, I just slightly zoned out for a second, and I felt pressure. I felt that pressure, <laughs> pressure. come back. All right, so uh, I feel like we've covered the first misconception. Uh, yeah. What's up? What do we got next, Jake? Uh, We'll just go right down the list here, because I'm one with the big one, and we'll go with the small one. Uh, a lot of Americans imagine that Columbus landed in what is now the United States. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's great. Well, I think we've already talked about this briefly. Where did he actually land? We landed in the Caribbean and in the Bahamas, which Perfect. leads us to our first quote. Does it? It does. I don't think it does. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, does it? It doesn't. No. It doesn't do it. Okay. See, I faked, we faked the audience out. Perfect. Hey, hey we're masters of deception. Why are you listening to this stupid podcast? I'm the Ir- He's like, I'm the Erwin Rommel of podcast creators. Uh, That's a really deep reference. Never but, mind. So anyway, just look at that as a forewarning that there will be quotes at the end. Those exist. Oh, yeah. So get excited. Uh, anything, <laughs> anything we want to talk about? I feel like you've covered why he landed there. Why he landed. Basically, he was an idiot. He was an idiot. Yeah, he pretty he much got there by mistake. Basic navigation. Yeah. And just basically happened upon the Bahamas. Yeah, and said that he just said India. Yeah, so and then he just said mine. Yep. Yeah, and then he just said mine. Uh, yeah. He's like a four-year-old with some Legos. Yep. <laughs> Four, please, Duplos. What's that? Duplos. <laughs> oh, not the discount. Like really sad Legos. Yeah. Um, one of the big things here, and this is not one that a lot of people get. Where as we go, it's gonna get a little more vague. But the second one that's up on the list here is the fact that they say Columbus landed on a place that had no people on it whatsoever. None. There was no people when he left. Yeah. Well, there were were people, just a lot less. They were either dead or slaves. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Right. I I shouldn't say that the slaves were not people. I just mean that large, vast amounts of those people, weren't they transported back to... Uh, Europe to be slaves yeah. around over there as well. Yeah, I guess there were some slaves still left on the island, but uh, obviously I didn't. I just I don't want to insinuate that slaves are not people because of course they are. Right. We could you could get into an entire discussion about slavery, and this ain't the time or place. But good, good, good disclaimer. Yeah. So pretty much the big issue here, and where a lot of people tended to think about that like too with the american west is it's like we're just going on manifest destiny and there's like nothing there like not not quite that they had millions of natives not even in hispaniola but just in general over like the bahamas so what ended up happening was i mean and they weren't just like natives living in like small huts like if we think like caveman style then that sounds a little demeaning they had built cities they had a huge civilization structure set up primitive no i'm R- kidding i'm <laughs> kidding that's what they would that's what the spanish would have told you yeah primitive spanish yeah or the italians savages or any, or any white person savages you if you if you okay i hope everybody realizes i'm playing devil's advocate here if you yeah. go back to read some of the writings from this time or really any other time in sort of history <laughs> and you read about people that that they don't encounter there's always this air of mysterious savagery that yeah they, or that like they, that they sort of paint on these people like 
oh my gosh, they're so mysterious, but man, are they stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like, there's that running theme, and you can find it in almost any like major history. Like, if you ever look at primary sources where it was like huge land grabs from European nations, it was like, here, stupid, backwards, there's no God, right? <laughs> God was a running theme in that, even though they had their own religion. So, Oh, the Spanish... The, the God was one of the main reasons that they, oh, yeah. that they used for afterwards, the right? Yeah, afterwards. Um, At first, then it was like gold and and spices, and spices, and then it was God. And then it became spreading the word of Christ. Yeah, but, yeah. So nice cover. All right, but um, and then also all those other things still. Yeah, and all those, and then all those other things, but mostly Jesus. So yeah, then then you had it like in the American West. It was the same thing, right? It was land that time, but it was also God, and it was all these other things, right? And then you had it too when you had the European nations basically chopping Africa into small pieces, where it was like, yeah, we'll just you know grab this resources, but also God, right? So there was a so running colonialism, 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 it's pretty a, much, yeah. It's 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 a it's a whole topic we could spend it like. 50 shows on and not touch so yeah i know um so yeah. around the multiple bushes that tend to surround this sucker so okay so yeah. we've covered the inhabitants one uh how you got do you have a couple more i do or? yeah i do have a couple more actually okay. just literally two two the, okay yeah. perfect uh third one here and this is good because guess what flat earthers i'm about to take a dig at you so I might just alienate a oh, section. I, I need to leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go check out my steam-powered rocket out back. <laughs> about to oh, check on the flat atmosphere now. <laughs> I need to see the Earth is flat. I know it's true. I don't know why when we were I about to, to do that, I started becoming like the bad guy from Wild Wild West with with uh, Will Smith. Oh no! How's my mechanical spider coming along? <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna get sued by so many companies. It doesn't matter. They all don't of them. care. <laughs> um. So okay, the Earth is round. Yeah, I know. They everybody seemed to think that what he was planning on doing was proving that the Earth was round. Well, by that point in time, the misconception is you're a, a hot minute too late. Because at that point in time, by 1492, almost everybody knew that the world was round. Copernicus, right? Copernicus and then the Galileo. Who, Copernicus, who basically got exiled from the church. For... Yeah, I know, right? The guy who got really, like, the short end of the stick because it was like, essentially what's the zero. truth? He no. got zero credit during his time because people were like, absolutely not. I won't believe it. Yeah. And and for those of you who are Polish-American, something to be proud of. Copernicus, one of us, kind of. Although some people will dispute that, I like to hold that particular maybe misconception in my heart. See, the thing with uh, the thing with uh, claiming someone nationality-wise is because the board has changed so often in history. <laughs> and we should know that for Poland especially. Poland was a thing and not a thing so many times. It it's it's like a it's like a it's like a bipolar friend. I hate to say that. It really it's, is, and then it is, and then every other bigger country goes, yeah, no. Poland disappears so many times, it might as well just be the sun coming, rising, rising and falling. <laughs> it's Ra. It's, it's <laughs> the sun god Ra. That's no. Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a mythical Egyptian god. Perfect. <laughs> I, I don't know how we got there, but we did. <laughs> we did. Well, come from the guy who's got acute interest in Mesopotamia. All right. Okay, I happen to enjoy Mesopotamia. I'm not saying we'll that's a bad that in thing. another podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can do one about Gilgamesh. Okay, Ooh. we can we can brainstorm podcast ideas later. Yeah. Let's, let's get back to Columbus. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, last one, and and probably my most favorite, uh, is that Columbus suffered from syphilis and then died from it as a result of probably sleeping with somebody. <laughs> okay, let's just be honest. 
he raped. He did. Oh, he did. Many, many, many people. And if he didn't directly, he did order his pizza. So part of that thing where with the the kidnapping, he he let that happen, right? So it's not like we're saying, oh, it, it was he was just trying to send out the best message, and the other guys weren't following. No, see, he had the full control to say, don't do it. But he, there were there are a lot of people who find different little things to say, you know. You know, hey, no, no, what he, what he did was he tried and then it failed and then he had it. was like, why did you resort to rape? Like, of the steps of things, is you know, maybe they're, they're not too keen. Let's just go straight to burning the villages, right? That's like a Vietnam War situation of how oh, to boy. deal with situations. Yeah. So, yeah, give or take, you know, that, that blends itself into the bigger issue of the crimes they commit and it is a crime even if that law wasn't instated it is still something horrendous and like most proper nations uh we america loves to just kind of ignore it a little bit and you know so that situation they try to whitewash it but you know back to the the actual reality of it it's a little less fun but it's kind of dry uh, he died in a lot less I should say, almost like revengeful way. He got the gout. Oh. <laughs> he got the gout. So that shows you, 1490s to 15-something, you could die from gout. <laughs> you died from a lot of things back then. Yeah, no. I like to think of, like, every Civil War letter ever from, like, Gettysburg. Like, I got a sliver today, my dearest Margaret. I have the gangrene. I should, I should, I should probably get my affairs in order. <laughs> He's, like, planning on dying within the next, like, three okay. to four weeks. <laughs> Listen, I got a sliver. Um, I really hope you we enjoyed you enjoyed our company. I, I enjoyed the time and planned to die by the age of 35. <laughs> sustained a bruise. It'll be about two days, and I will be in the grave. <laughs> be in the grave. Like, everybody, I love to think everybody in 1800s America was just on the precipice of dying at any one moment. Because they kind of were. Drink but... some stale water today. <laughs> yeah, you could die from, like, the stupidest stuff. I happened, I happened to get clawed by a bird and ended up getting syphilis. I How walked... did that happen? <laughs> I walked outside, and a piece of wood fell on me. Probably gonna die. <laughs> there are people who are dying from carts and shit. <laughs> that was more regular. And then there was the guy who's like, I got crushed by a paddle wheel. <laughs> it's like no one, no one has that problem. One guy, oh, no. just one guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think maybe the worst part would be the person, who, the uh, the explosives expert in the Civil War, because you know oh, there's somebody man. who's responsible for that. Shout out on a side note. There is a, there's a. <laughs> Here we go. There is an article out there that makes me think of a um, shout out to this professor. We're not going to rag on you because I love this guy. Lee Willis, uh, professor at the university, both of us went to. We both had him. This, the article made me think of him because the guy said that he had picked up what was considered to be an old artillery shell. It was a ball that was hollow with like some powder in it. Perfect. Yeah. Not and it blew though. up. It blew up and killed the guy. <laughs> For real. And the reason why this made me think of him, for those of the, the listeners here that don't know this, is that this this professor, who is a Civil War buff, and I respect him immensely for that. So, God help us, if he ever picks this up, he's oh, going to be no. like, oh yeah, I like it, let's oh. go. But um, he he has himself like something like that. And I, I'm like thinking to myself, you may want to put that in a safe place. 
It's a I'm piece. Just never touch it. Yeah. Just make sure it doesn't move a millimeter, otherwise. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like if you're living in like South Vietnam and you happen to step on something metal. This, that's not even really like that still happens nowadays. Oh, it does. It there, happens all the time. There are just like little bits and pieces of the U.S. war effort that just never got cleaned up. <laughs> Germany had problems with that just recently because they every time they build like a new subway, they run into like a 500 pound bomb that's just dug itself underneath the church, and it's like, how do we get know. this thing out? We don't. <laughs> you take it's, the warhead out. Go around. Go around. <laughs> that's how Britain usually deals with that. Like, oh, what is this piece of unexploded German Why ordinance? Are there all these turns. I don't understand. <laughs> It was like either any, that or death. Like anybody in a subway in London gives a damn about the turns on the train. They're just trying to pop their earbuds in so they don't hear the I crazy guy. I don't understand guy. why the turns keep happening. <laughs> I wanted I don't a know straight while, shot. What's going on with the turns now? I wanted, I wanted a straight shot. It's like going on the roller coaster at Magic Mountain in the Disneyland. Not sponsored by Disney. Where where you're just like riding the train at slow speed. And all of a sudden it just like makes a hard left. And everybody in the car almost falls over. It's like, whoa! Alright, Jake. So, All right. um, let's get back to Columbus. All of it. Wow, we're doing great. Back to Columbus. Uh, so, I think we've covered the misconceptions pretty well. I've yeah. got four quotes I'd like to read, and uh, potentially we can riff on them a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah by the way, for the audience, segments. I have not heard three of the four quotes. So, my reaction is going to be probably pretty organic. Oh, so the first quote we have... Excuse me, I'm probably going to butcher these. Let's give it a shot. <clears throat> For the execution of the voyage to the Indies, I did not make use of intelligence, mathematics, or maps. Yes! <laughs> so, that is, uh... That's, by the way, these are all real quotes. I'm not making any of these up. Uh, no, no. It might sound like I am, but you can go to the research. These are all real things that he said. So, um... And he says it like he's so confident, too. If you're too. concerned, or if you were like... I don't know how to understand how this guy got lost. Well, just listen to the quote he just said. He didn't use mathematics, maps, or intelligence. Of any kind. So basically, he just well, he just took off and it's like, well, we're He just, just YOLO'd we're just, his way across the yeah, Atlantic Ocean. He's just going to YOLO over to the to India and see what happens. <laughs> he yeets his way into the Bahamas. Yeah, how many other gaming He's references? He yeeted himself can... into the Bahamas. <laughs> Not like Spring Breakers nowadays. He's... No, no. This was the original Spring Breaker in a really bad way. He's like, I told you, he, he's Brad, Bradford he, Chadwell. He is he's the Bradford. Just, he's he's like, the Brad at Daytona oh Beach. God. He's like, let's let's do a beer bong with the bays. He's like, oh, guys, we're just going to we're gonna just launch the ship. We're just going to see what happens. But I tell you what, if we don't find anything. Then you're the one who's going to get it's it. It's your fucking fault. <laughs> no. Right, that's I love that about the and he's such a shitty person because of that quote. It really is not hiding anything. If anybody was like, Well, he didn't really mean it. Read the quote. He said, I didn't use intelligence of any kind to do it. Like right, quote quote number two. This one <laughs> this one's uh as soon as I arrived in the Indies, on the first island which I found, I took some of the natives by force, in order that they might learn and might give me information of whether there, whether there is in these parts. <laughs> and so it was that they soon understood us, and we them, either by speech or by signs, and they have been very serviceable. That's, that's almost, that's kind of a disturbing one. The, the word there that really gives away his intentions is serviceable. I was going to say by force. <laughs> That's good, but like if you think about the adjective serviceable, he's not even really—he's taking the humanity straight out of the. He's like, oh, these were just 
really helpful objects to me. I know, yeah, but he like, didn't even, like, make them human. He's like, oh, do not go property, yay. Simply serviceable. Yay. They did their job. They did their job. And then I ripped them from the wilds of their home. <laughs> God. That's such a oh, horrible quote. <laughs> oh, believe me, there's... These two are not good either. Oh, boy. <laughs> These people are very unskilled in arms. With 50 men, they could all be subjected and made to do that all that one wished. Wow, that one's great. That goes right back to the savagery we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, but, these people are so dumb, we could just... Yeah, well, it's a, like, I hate to say it, Columbus, but kind of a dick move to say they're stupid when you have guns. <laughs> and these people haven't been introduced to that. So I think this last quote... Uh, it's actually something we didn't really touch on yet, so I'm going to riff on it a little bit afterwards. So uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, get, we'll get to your reaction, but I want to cover some of this because we haven't really talked about it. Uh, so the fourth quote is, I'm a most trustworthy... I'm oh, sorry, excuse me. I'm a most noteworthy sinner, but I have cried out to the Lord for grace and mercy, and they have covered me completely. I have found the sweetest consolation since I have made it my whole purpose to enjoy his marvelous presence. So... For anybody who's a Christian out there, I'm not going. I'm not about to start banging on the Christian religion, but I think anybody, uh, Christian or not, would admit that because of everything we've discussed in this show, I don't think that any description of Christianity would willingly permit someone to rape, kill, murder, and, and kidnap, and kidnap, and take people into slavery. Essentially, this is the ultimate scapegoat for him. Oh, He's yeah. essentially saying. Christianity allows me to do whatever the hell I want, and everything is fine. I didn't do anything. He, I love how he admits that he's a noteworthy sinner. It, it's almost like he's saying, yes, I've done a lot of really messed up stuff. Nice but, <laughs> yes, I almost said a, a much more harsh word that I've yeah. said previously in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he's just saying, oh, listen, I, I messed up. But it doesn't matter, because everything is fine. <laughs> because Jesus... <laughs> But the thing is, there's a difference between saying something like that and then like completely changing versus, oh, this is all fine because I'm sorry for it, and then continuing to do the thing that you said you were sorry for, uh, which is clearly what Columbus was doing. So Yeah. I mean, as a riff, like, we could go off on a bigger issue because, I mean, I'm a Catholic, but I hate to stay... I, I, I'm, I don't want to get into religion. I am, I'm a Catholic by identification, but I, I'm not a practicing Catholic due to, you know, just my general opinion of things at the current moment with some parts of the institution. But, yeah, like, I hate that. We're, it's not even, like, Columbus, but it's, like, just people now, right, where people could be, like, well, I go to church every day and I talk about the New Testament, how I love Jesus and what Jesus stood for. And then the moment you get home, you're like, those damn immigrants taking our jobs, right? Like, I mean, there are people like that. and um, Right, but see, there's a difference that between... That live very contradictory like, lives. Right, and this was like the biggest contradiction, right? Because he could literally just say, yeah, I didn't live Christianity at all, but now that it's convenient, <laughs> right? Like, right. let's just go. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, with that, I think we've kind of reached the end of our first episode. Hey. Uh, so, essentially, uh, if you haven't learned anything about this, um, I'm going to make a pitch for you to go out there and basically tell your local governments to get rid of Columbus Day. Uh, the uh, Indigenous Peoples Day is a much better idea, and it, I realize that some people might go, oh, that's too PC, or I don't want to support that. Well, just remember all the things we told about you in this podcast 
about Columbus and quite honestly we have shit on Native Amer- Native Americans enough during uh the history of basically everything. So <laughs> I think that we could give them Indigenous Peoples Day. That's my pitch to you. Yeah. The listener. I don't know if you have anything to add on the final part of that, Jake. No, not really. I think you're right. It's that bigger issue of coming to grips with what people do. I mean, just in general. Like, I'm That's not ragging major, the white... It's going to be a major theme of this podcast. Right, yeah. Not ragging the white culture. You know, I I love white people. I do. You know, you're, you're my besties. Uh, the only problem is just, right, how do you deal with that issue of, like, the big problems like columbus day or if we're talking other stuff like internment camps or stuff you know it's the general acceptance of what happened and being able to sort of learn uh, accept it but not forget about it and that's one of the main things that if you you'll see in any sort of history you study um it's full of atrocities um, which is on both sides. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that. Which not to what? sound like the president, but no. But uh, I mean, everything is double sided. But the point being is that um, history is full of a lot of things that are very complicated and need to be discerned. So it's all about um, sort of accepting those things, but then also learning from them and not forgetting that they happened. So yeah. All right, that is our first episode, and uh, we're gonna be back at you in about a week or so with another episode, right, Jake? Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Yep. Bye.